Listener Production. Barely brown one side and burnt to a crisp on the other. Oh, it drives me mad. Fresh from the uneven toaster of life. It's Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Alex Dyson, you always see in the movies, young teenager, you know, called to a party, summoned to attend and, uh, you know, but the strict parents are there saying you can't make it out. And uh, if, and you're, teenager. if you're Kelly Rowland in the video clip for My Boo featuring Nelly, you receive that text in a Microsoft Excel spreadsheet. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, look, um, our guest today has their own personal story about that. Uh, they're an absolute world-class musician, uh, pop singer, talent, uh, and, uh, yeah, someone who's been a part of uh, of the music landscape in Australia for so long. Jess Mowboy will be joining us later today. Honestly, always a delight to talk to. Love a bit of Mowboy, and uh, she's going to be having a chat to us on All Day Breakfast about the new single, which was written by some surprising Triple J faves. If you haven't heard, so we'll ask her about that, as well as our upcoming Boss Lady Tour, um, as well as that, Mato Kind. I mean, we're news hounds, aren't we? We like to sniff out. Oh, mate, I've got my my snout in the truffle dirt, (laughs) just whiffing away for them, that little black booty. The problem is, sometimes what you smell, it can be a truffle, absolutely can be a truffle, can also be be a clump of mouldy crap. (laughs) <laughs> and I'm not sure about this next one, but we want your opinion. Tell us what you think. It's coming up in a moment. As well as that, I mean cataclysmic news that is going to change this podcast forever when it comes to our segment, What's Hitting with Sarah. Matt, could not oh believe this God. news when it dropped. I, I, I was shooketh, I'll tell you that much. And I don't even know whether I, that's a cool thing to say anymore. <laughs> uh, well, well, but We'll have to ask our, uh, our correspondents uh, who will be joining us for What's Hitting with Sarah, but prepare your hats because this is, it's a doozy. You'll, you're going to have to really wrap your head around it. It's all coming up as part of this. Matt and Alex, All Day Breakfast. This is just the start. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex, All Day Breakfast. Now, I don't know what to think about this new story, but I do I know. not know what to think. I know. I mean, sometimes you just wonder, like, <laughs> are we getting got? I think we're getting got. I would like to officially say right now a big hello to whoever's from the prank show collecting audio to play as an example of how <laughs> media organisations were fooled by this new story. <laughs> So can I just say hello to because I've been I've been watching Nathan for you again recently. This guy yeah. ha- comedian helps struggling businesses succeed in business, one of which he created a fake video for a petting zoo to get more people to visit the petting zoo. He made a video of a pig rescuing a baby goat from a lake and all the news stories bought it. Everyone bought it. We brought in this, you know, movie pig and made a channel for it to, to save the goat. <laughs> um, so I feel we're getting got with this news story. But nevertheless, Matt, you've got a You've got a bit of faith. You're less cynical than me. Look, I mean, it was the first time I went to Ghana um, when I really noticed that animals tend to live in symbiosis with the people mm. around them. You know well, what I mean? Because when, like, when you're in somewhere like Ghana, mm. you'll just be driving along and then there'll just be like heaps of cows running down a street next mm. to you, like literally next to your car. And you're like, oh, there's lots of cows going somewhere in the middle of a neighbourhood. Same in India, sacred. They can do whatever they want. No one's going to stop yeah. them doing anything. 
Exactly. What, you wouldn't stop a god, would you? Some of these countries, you go catch a bus. Let's imagine you're catching the bus from, you know, mm. Meribra to Southport, whatever. <laughs> but, you know, people just holding chickens. Yep. Or there'll be a goat in the in the undercarriage of the, of the bus. And in Australia, the kangaroos. That was one in Warrnambool. I drove past as a kangaroo driving around one day, <laughs> popping along. So, I mean, it does happen. <laughs> However, exactly. having said that, read the headline. With all that in <laughs> mind, Matt, read us the headline. Go on, Matt. Tell us what the headline is. Okay, well, <laughs> it it doesn't help that the headline is from Lad Bible. Now, I want to say that Lad mm-hmm. Bible, as we spoke to Sean recently, who mm-hmm. uh, was a producer for a very important impacting documentary about racism, mm. Sean Devendran. The same media um, company who produced that, produced yep. this headline. Cow escapes slaughterhouse and takes water slide to freedom. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now, <laughs> I'm not saying that it's not real, but it sounds not real, okay? <laughs> absolutely. I would rule it out, man. I would absolutely rule it out. But there is video footage of a cow on a water slide, so I don't know. According to the New York Post, it happened in Nova Granada, Brazil, around 500 miles west of Rio de Janeiro. The cow was destined to be killed and have its meat harvested for consumption, but somehow managed to break free and wandered around until it found the water park and social club in Daya Club de Campo. It climbed some stairs, found itself at the top of the water slide... And then it slowly made its way back down the twisting blue amusement park slide. The water had been turned off, so the slide wasn't slippery. So we didn't see a a cow on a slippery dip. No, it didn't say we at all. It didn't go we at all. It it said moo the whole time. (laughs) But isn't it cows can't walk downstairs? So I guess it would Well, that's it. So imagine if it got to the top of the the stairs. There's only one way down. You can't chicken chicken out, which some people do at water parks. I've been at the top of the water park slide and people have gone, uh, no. Going back. Have you done it? Done what? Have you backed down from a water slide? Um, no, I didn't. I think I might have, like, I've got a vague memory of when I was little, not driving off the three-metre diving board. Or maybe <laughs> I was watching someone else do that and going, oh, that'd suck because uh, yeah. everyone's watching. Well, I mean, look, I wouldn't, I don't blame you. The toboggan at um, Amazon's was always just absolutely hair raising, <laughs> terrifying. When you're at the top and you felt that little metal plank go and you'd have to start sliding yeah, down. I mean, go. that that was pretty scary. Enough. And the, shot, the shotgun that shot you directly into the water. I mean, try getting your DTs out of certain crevices when you were shot that hard into water. I'll tell you what, they were coming out your mouth. <laughs> Well, it was. There we go. We'll wait to see whether this this cow. Um, you'd have to give this cow its own TV show after this, wouldn't you? You can't you can't go back to the abattoir. What? It's a it's a minor <laughs> celebrity now. Imagine that. Imagine having to take it back to the abattoir. Everyone else, like, where you been? <laughs> Sliding. Is there, what is what was the wet and wild thing? I can't remember. Do we have any wet and wild jokes yet? Bron went with Cowabunga, it said, when it went down the, <laughs> went down the slide, which was pretty good. <laughs> it was followed, followed by Am I Right, which I'm sure... <laughs> which um, didn't need to be punctuated with that, but you are right, Bron, that's correct. Um, 
What did it say to everyone who was at the bottom? Move out of the way? Is it that, maybe? Gosh, we're really milking this, aren't we? Um, <laughs> eh? Eh? All right, quick. Let's, let's move on. <laughs> Matt and Alex all day breakfast. All day breakfast. Yes, it is that time where you've ever, you always wonder what's going on in the mind of a 14-year-old, you know, and can they teach me to be as cool as them? And the good news is here at All Day Breakfast, we have a resident 14-year-old who can help you. Um, well, I'm going to introduce them right now because this segment, Matt, is going to be blown to smithereens almost. I mean, it's, yeah. it's the Look, best new segment in podcasting, but it's going to fundamentally change from here on in. We are your brekkie boys, but we uh, we certainly have some egg on our face right now um, after what we found out just a couple of days ago. Yeah. We like eating eggs, bacon and humble pie. That's what we like eating. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we're joined by our incredible correspondent live from Brisbane for the segment previously known as What's Hitting with Sarah. Hello there, correspondents. Hi, how are you guys? Look, we're okay, well, but we're slightly... We're not good, okay? We're not good. <laughs> Sarah, Why? look, we've been talking to you in our segment, What's Hitting With Sarah, for the last, what, four weeks now? I mean, we're, we're pretty Five, close six. to besties. We, you, you know, you are the most regular guest on our show at this stage. Yeah. All right, aside from our producer, Bron. And we've been getting your name wrong this whole time. <laughs> it's okay, I promise. We made an intro, What's Hitting with Sarah. <laughs> we played it multiple weeks and it's that's not your name. No, it's okay. I was just too scared to say anything. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. We bullied into you into accepting that you've got a new name now. It's okay. It's not that bad. Can you um, tell us how you pronounce your name? It's Sarah. Wow. So instead of what's hitting with Sarah, what actually has been going is what's hitting with Sarah, who's too embarrassed to correct us that it's not Sarah. I'm sorry. I was too scared to say anything when we first talked about magpies. <laughs> okay. That was like okay. Was two well, months ago. Scared. Okay, look, look, we've got to change this. So can you please yeah. just give us your, just say your name the way it's supposed to be pronounced. Sarah. Oh, All right. It's time for this. I'm calling it. That's cool. Drippy. What about like? That's pretty cool. What's hitting? Little thing called. What's hitting with Sarah. That's right. It's what's hitting with Sarah. Spelt S-A-R-A, but pronounced Sarah. And I tell you what, Sarah, you're like, I find it so weird to say. I'm so sorry, Sarah. Yeah, I don't know. I'm sorry. That's okay. My parents are just quirky like that and they just wanted to pronounce it differently. No, that's I mean, good. this I'm must happen all it. the time, right? Yeah, that's why I'm saying like it's fine because like my mm. like my teachers often call me Sarah and some of my friends even do. So that's why I was I was too scared to say it first. But it's also not that bad. Like it's not that different. Right. All right. Well, Sarah, we are going to be doing it properly from now on, and uh, all we need from our listeners is it's an open forum. You get to help people with questions about what is cool, what isn't, where are these trends coming from, so we don't look like uh, idiots in front of uh, the youngsters anymore. Matt O'Kine, what is uh, question number one? Look, uh, Tom, who is Harvey Mr. Boney, 23, asks, can you ask Sarah, is this emoji, when it's the little kissy love heart coming out of the lips one, like an X for kiss and is it cool to use? Um, 
Well, I don't know. That emoji is actually more used between teenage girls when they're having an argument, if that makes sense. Oh. (laughs) Like, like it often, it's often, it's so annoying. But, like, when you have, like, drama with, like, like, another teenage girl or something, they'll be, like, they'll just, they'll, like, throw up, like, a harsh insult at you, and then at the end, they'll put babes with that emoji, and it makes it... Bron, it's like Bron's got her head in her hands. I reckon she <laughs> she knows exactly the kind of shade that that would cast over. Oh any yeah, it's mouth. awful. That is really rough stuff. I would I wouldn't have thought that. Like it makes like it like makes you feel like insecure, but it makes you also angry. So you're like, I can't swear. You're like this girl, and you just like, and then and so you end up like just being rude back, and it just kind of goes like, babes. XX and so it's like like when you're on an argument you just like yeah. have fun with that babe XX and it's like Ugh. So you say it it is often used in the most passive aggressive way possible. Yeah, yeah. It's it's you don't really see it actually being used besides like from like a fifty year old mum. Okay, in it in its wow. In its, okay, well, I think thank probably you. the author's intention of it to be very loving, um, it has been uh, co opted into a a bit more of yeah. an aggressive kiss. Oh, that's good to know, Sarah. Um, uh, what about this question from listener? Kate. I'm wondering what the TikTok trend is where it's almost like a gesture where you point down to the ground with one arm and your forearm's facing out and then the other arm, your two fingers are like pointing to the forearm on the other arm. I, I have seen this on TikTok. I, I, I think it's often accompanied by like, sheesh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Actually, I can't. I don't know how to explain it properly, but it's kind of like sheesh is often used like as a compliment. So it's like you like bite your lip, you point, use two fingers and point to like your elbow and you go sheesh. And that's like a, <laughs> and it's like, it's like a compliment in a way, I suppose, or it's like, look at me, I'm cool. Yeah, it's right. It's really weird. Like, I don't know how to explain it properly, but like, I know what she's talking about. Is it, is it the new dab? God, no. Dab is so bad. No, but is dab, Dab's out. We know Dab is out. But at <laughs> Look, its yeah. core, are they two of the same sort of like you just do it as a little fun little manoeuvre to show how good you are? Um, I suppose it was like it was like that. But that's I'm not even going to lie. Like that's also really old now as well. And if you do it now, you kind of like just get made fun of or get something thrown Sheesh. at you. The pointing at the arm and... yeah. Wow. Okay, so that these things move quick. Oh, wow. I was literally about to... I was, I was trying to figure out how I was going to use it in the next sort of day or two, but okay, I'm out. But there is a basketball celebration or, a, a, you know, particularly American sports celebration where they look like they're injecting ice into their veins. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's where it first came from, right. like from basketball. And then everyone just like turned it into trend and then it just became like really like white basic boy whitewash kind of. <laughs> oh, man. Right. Okay, so potentially I've got ice in my veins, you know, I'm super cool, but now it's... <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like that. It's it's really weird. I just, like, it's hard to explain. Mm. But it's gone now, so we don't even have to worry about it. Yeah, if you do it now, you're kind of cringy. Oh, thank God. Is there any gesture that's sort of still got a little bit of heat around it? Um, There's like this lip bite thing that's still very common, and it, that used to go in like twine with like the sheesh and the pointing, but now it's often just the lip bite thing that's funny. So what do you do? How do you bite mm. the lip? Just Like you just like bite it and you squint your eyes and you like, and then like you just do it really randomly and apparently it's like just a big laugh. 
Oh, wow. You see, this is the good part about it because even once we find out these sheesh things and these dab things, the mere fact that we're asking the question means that it's uncool now. And so... Yeah, we, we, we are the trend killers. Honestly, we will... <laughs> Absolutely that's, murder. That's why we get to trend. find out. We get a couple of weeks potentially of the lip bite and we do that to a few teenagers, see how it works. Well, look, Sarah, thank you. I keep saying Sarah. Look, Sarah, thank you so much for educating us uh, again this week. We always appreciate it. And if you have any burning questions that you want to ask Sarah, please get in touch with us at matt.n.alex. Sarah, we will catch you next week for another What's Hitting with Sarah. See you later. Fit check. Well, Matt O'Kine, our absolute pleasure to talk to one of the nicest and most successful Australian musos from the last little while. Um, She sold 4.3 million units globally, but that's not enough. She's back with a brand new single, which is I'm sure will get quite a few more. It is called Glow. Let me just And she's grooving to it right now, which means it's a certified banger. Jessica Malboy, hello, welcome to All Day Breakfast. What's up? Thank you for having me, fellas. Look, we, we are here to talk about the new single, Glow, but then our producer, Bron, uh, pointed us to a very interesting fact on your Wikipedia that says you're a magician. <laughs> Who's been editing this, Jess? Is this, oh, my God. What's what? going on? Is this real? I mean, because I, I used to do magic tricks when I was growing up, so I'm wondering, go, yes, can, we, can we vibe on this or what? Matt wants this to be true so bad. No, for real. Hang on. What? It, there's, a, like, a Wikipedia. Wikipedia? <laughs> Wikipedia? No. No, it doesn't say that I'm a magician. Are you telling me it's not? Yeah. You know pop, pop singer, magician. <laughs> oh, my God. Who's been trolling no. you, Jess? I swear no, it wasn't us. Real? <laughs> Wait, someone literally did a typo. That is, I feel like that was meant to be musician. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of magician, but, but hey, hang on, like you know, I feel like you know, music is magic. So you know, I think you well, know. When I, I first listened to Glow, Jess Malboy, um, it made my b- bad vibes disappear <laughs> because it is such a great tune. Maybe that's what they're talking about. Um, and cool to see. Like I was wondering where that understated funk influences are coming from. Cosmos Midnight's are incredible. Wow. Aussie producers help you on that as well. Yeah. George Maple, bit of a super group coming together. Can yes. you t- take us to the room? Where were you? What stains oh, were on man. the couch? Tell us about the vibe of when this new <laughs> song was uh, was brought together. It literally, um, there was a studio in Alexandria, um, actually in Merrickville. Sorry, I'm getting the two mixed up. But um, yeah, like this, it literally, like this place has wind. Like I've never been into like a studio that doesn't, you know, has no windows. And this particular studio, I was like, oh my God, I love this place. I'm, you know, I'm going to use it more often. And um, yeah, we, you know, connected with Cosmos and George Mabel and, you know, basically the first few days it was like just getting to know each other because we'd never connected in that way and made any music together. I really admire them, um, you know, and particularly Cosmos, just their kind of sound and, and their funk and their spirit and the way that they really produce uh, was something that, uh, like, I mean, I have their stuff on my playlist, so, you know, I've kind of been dreaming of that day and 
And George Maple, like she's just such a beast at writing. And, you know, she just has this being, you know, you walk into the room and she's just like this, like literally full of sunshine, but she's not like, you know, it's not like ADD sunshine. It's like, she's just, she's like present. And yeah, like it just made me feel like so comfortable and excited to just completely open up to her and what, you know, what I've been dealing with or struggling with and where we could go in terms of concept. And they were, they were really inviting. And, you know, I, I guess, you know, the the result is in the song glow it just it's so much fun the vibe the disco elements too i was like oh my god <laughs> disco scene have you been to a few disco techs in your time <laughs> jess what would be your your favorite uh, well, clubs over the years right well you know what it really took me back to like when i was a child like in my primary school days going to a skating rink when they used to have like slash skating oh, yeah. rink slash blue light disco yeah. yes and uh i yeah, like i just felt like i had my skates on and then <laughs> you know i was like i could see all my friends there and and you know also you know non-friends but like just crashing on guys and yeah it just took me back to that place yeah just, of course yeah, oh skate over to fun. him go and say hi like <laughs> Do you know what reminds me of the skating rink is when my sister was due to go to her skating lesson one Saturday morning, but I rode my little skateboard in in the lounge room into one of our lounge room windows and it smashed the entire window. And, like, I can still remember the look on my mum's face when she, like, just saw this smashed window and was like, this is our whole morning now, and that I'll, <laughs> oh, I'll no. never not think. I'll never not think of that moment when I think of skate rings. What moment is there? A moment for you that stands out? I mean, I'm not saying that you got went and broke windows because you're probably not the, uh, yeah. the you know, not as uncoordinated. I am, but uh, yeah. What what one <laughs> moment stands out about a skate rink to you? Oh, um, oh, I don't know. I think. I mean. I feel like when I was 16, like I was like sneaking out of home. Like I just feel like glow kind of has that kind of feel to like tongue in cheek. Um, but yeah, I just remember. You were like, sneaking out of home. <laughs> was it a second story yeah, window? Like, or did you just go straight out the front door? Second story, bro. <laughs> oh! Like second story. <laughs> <laughs> like, and literally like our, our, like my, our room on the second floor, like would, um, was like the view of our backyard. And like, we had this massive backyard and like coconut trees in the backyard. Um, and I just remember like, I got a text from a friend. They're like, oh, like we're waiting up the road. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, right near the house. No, it's got to be a little distance. You know, and, and literally, like, as I'm, like, kind of getting, like, coming out of the window, and we had those wind-out windows, so you couldn't just, like, there was only that amount of, like... You were you know, fully, like... like <laughs> a, <laughs> a 50 centimetre, 50 centimetre gap, so I'm literally, like, wheezing through to hold yeah. on, like, this ledge area. <laughs> and... My my butt is like slightly. (laughs) My butt is like in the corner of the ledge, and like I'm trying to grip my my toes into the wall, and literally I you know I jump off, and my back is facing towards like the garage area. The lights on outside, and as I'm turning around, I just see this like body like sitting there, and like it's my dad, and I'm like. (laughs) 
I'm like, out of all nights, my dad's out there, like, literally, get it, like, putting strings on his guitar. And I'm like, yeah. I'm, just, I'm like, I'm, I'm petrified. I'm like, what am I going to say? What am I going to say? And I'm like, yep. I'm going back inside. <laughs> That's such a dad move to just let you do that, not to say, oi, the first time you say it, you just go shake your, shake your head and just let yeah, you calm down. Yeah, totally <laughs> shaking his head and, like, I, I was so mortified. Oh man, that's nice. so funny. I was like, "Yum, going inside." I'm, I'm, no one needs to say anything. <laughs> I'm not we'll never say speak anything. of it again. Well, look, no. Jess Malboy, we're <laughs> so excited for the new single "Glow." It is out now, so please check it out. Yeah, and absolutely. Let's uh, let's sneak out some windows and go yeah. and see you live. <laughs> you uh, did, that's next the next merch year. merch for it, uh, right. Jess? You know, <laughs> no. some artists do t-shirts, hoodies. The Jess Malboy <laughs> official roller skates. I'm waiting for them at the merch desk. <laughs> yeah. If you're going to the Canberra Theatre on March 30 or Newcastle Civic Theatre or any of the <laughs> heaps of dates that Jess Malboy has, keep an eye out on that merch desk. It'll be pumping uh, with the brand new stuff. Look, Jess, so nice to have you on Aussie Breakfast again. Thank you so much for joining Thank us you. and uh, good luck with the, uh, the tour next year and we'll chat to you soon. My brothers, thank you for having me and, yeah, always a pleasure. Big love. Oops. Now, Matt O'Kine, uh, you love missing a meeting. There's nothing Matt O'Kine likes more in this world than being absent for a meeting. I can't understand meetings. Uh, okay, so who are the people who organise meetings at workplaces? Are they the people who want to... Like, do you hold meetings to waste time, or what? What is the what is it? What is the point of a meeting? It's sort of the thing. Like, did it's the chicken or the egg? You know, did you have a meeting because because someone wanted to have a meeting? You have a meeting because you needed to do things. It's like the Big Bang. Where does the meeting come from? You know, does amoeba yeah. spontaneously come out? Because often you have the meeting and everyone walks out going, "Could have been an email. Inevitably, could have been an email." But every now and again. There is a meeting which one wishes one was at. And uh, here at uh, the odd listener group here, Matt and I missed a meeting, which I think a legacy was born, Matt O'Kine. Absolutely. Uh, as soon as the meeting ended, I wanted a time machine to get back to the beginning of it when I didn't miss it because I heard... Look, I don't want to give up. I don't want to yeah. give away too much. But heard some funny stuff happened. Hey, uh, introducing uh, podcast producer here at Listener, Romy, to uh, Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Hello, Romy. Hey, guys. We've heard rumours of this meeting, Romy, that, that you were in and, and potentially starred in. Um, was, it, was it as good as the reports? Oh, my God. I, don't, I, I didn't realise how far and wide this meeting story had travelled. I think maybe it's just... Um, not to not to diss on meetings, but maybe the standard of meetings was just <laughs> <laughs> usually so low that everyone was just like, "Wow, this is a mildly interesting meeting." I feel a little bit bad, Romy, because um, I think I've hyped myself up so much that mm. the only way is down from here. What what happens? Context, just so you can get into the headspace. Then just pretend that you're like forty minutes into a production meeting. Okay. Okay. Did the, business. Did the meeting have a title? Like in your calendar, Romy, what was the title of this meeting? Yeah, oh, for me, it was just, it's your time to shine. 
Yeah, yeah, okay. Well, Shiny did because uh, producer Bron came in and told us, oh, Romy had an incredible story from this meeting. We'll have to get her on. And uh, we've done so, Romy. So how did you get into your story? I mean, this was just just our weekly production meeting, um, but I was just giving a bit of an update on my work at the moment and then also a bit of a personal one. I went home last weekend. I I live in Melbourne now. I'm a producer in Melbourne, but I am from Sydney. Mm. And so... Went back to Sydney for the first time in a little while. Yeah, last borders are open. Taking day. advantage, it's good. Mm. Yeah, and it was it was my birthday last Thursday, so I went out with some mates. Many happy returns. How good. Thanks, guys. Uh, went out to an escape room, oh. got a couple of drinks. Wait, was, uh, is that what listener just calls its meetings, an escape room? Because <laughs> so many people are just trying to get out. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it's a good meeting, you guys. Okay, okay. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Romy. What what happened? Tell us a story. Here's the story. Here's the story. We set the scene. I meet my friends out for drinks, and one of my good mates brings me a little birthday present. Really nice, really beautiful, sweet. It's like a little paper bag, and it's got a little bottle of champagne inside. Oh, cute. Aww, yeah. That's nice. Yellow or pink? Well, that's the thing. I felt it was a bottle of champagne, but the the bag was stapled shut, so I didn't mm-hmm. even. I didn't really see. Mm-hmm. Um, so I take it back to Melbourne. I'm unpacking last night, find the bag. How oh, sweet. Open it up, put the champagne away. And then I see in the bottom of the bag that there's a little card there. And I open it up and it's addressed to my friend's younger sister. And it says, hey, good luck for your HSE. We know you're going to smash it. You're finally there. Oh, oh no. Be <laughs> there, there's been a present mix up here. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's got my name on the bag, so I I thought I thought it might have been a bit of a re-gift. Finished. Oh no! <laughs> so they just re-gifted it straight to you, fresh out the bag. But like, maybe the card just stayed in the bag. Uh, you know what? I think that's it. I it actually, was a re-gift of the bag. It was. It was a re- yeah. I called her today. I, I called her today because. I felt a little bit bad that I, that I told this story and I hadn't even talked to her. So I called her and was like, hey, this funny thing happened. And she was very apologetic. And, um, yes, she told me that she re, re-gifted the bag. But um, Damn, that's a quick turnaround for a bag. That's, that bag's getting passed around. <laughs> the, 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 the bloody more. handle would still be hot from the last pair of hands wrapped around it. <laughs> There you go. Well, thank you very much for your re-gifting story there, um, Romy. It was very, very nice to chat to you. And now you're going to have to CC us into your meeting schedules and go past and make sure that some more Romy anecdotes uh, hit our ears (laughs) and we've got more to talk about here on All Day Breakfast. I'll shoot you guys the invite right after this. Perfect. Thank you. Thanks, Romy. Thanks, guys. Don't be put off by Matt's out of office. He just tries to make people work harder for his his attention to get into meetings. That's fine. (laughs) And let us know your re-gifting stories at matt.n.alex. When have, when have you been busted or completely busted somebody? We'd love to hear it. Or hit us up, mattandalex.com.au. Hey, that brings us to the end of another Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Thank you so much to our guest today, Jess Malboy. Always such a legend. Gosh. Leaves my day feeling better every time. Every time. Yep. 
Um, good luck to the cow who hopefully uh, is just kicking back and is nowhere near an awful, awful slaughterhouse. Probably has a, a, a taste for the water sports now. Well, I would have assumed it would have bought a full year pass for the water park, the cow. <laughs> I mean, it's the best value. You may as well go for it. Hey, but look, thank you so much for joining us here on All Day Breakfast today. I have been Alex. That has been Matt. And we've got another big episode for you tomorrow. So hopefully we can chat to you then. Yeah, keep in touch with us at matt.n.alex or if you don't have any Star, head to our website, mattandalex.com.au. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. That's it. The all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got a story we need to hear? All the links are at mattandalex.com.au. Listener.